This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Chelsea, let's get drunk on some NFL picks, shall we? Week 16 in the National Football League and the big one on Monday night, 8-15, Christmas Day. I believe we have a triple header in the NFL on Christmas Day, and this is the big one, Ravens. Niners out west. The Niners laying five and a half points. Niners are minus 250. Ravens are plus 195. The total set at 47. These are your top two Super Bowl favorites. The Niners are plus 225. The Ravens are plus 550. The Ravens clinched the AFC North with a win and a Browns loss or tie. The Niners clinched the top seed in the NFC overall if The Eagles, Cowboys, and Lions all lose. Probably not going to happen. However, the Niners have won six straight games. I have seen opinions all over the place on this matchup. What do you think is going to happen? Well, there was some interesting line movement in this one yesterday because this got all the way down to four and a half. But since then, it has gone back up to five and a half, which makes me think, Maybe something's up with the injury report because usually Mm -hmm. if there's line movement on a Thursday, it has something to do with that. I know for the Ravens, Zay Flowers did not practice, but I think they were expecting him to play. Uh, Ronnie Stanley, limited participation in practice. We know he is one of the best blockers on the offensive line for the Ravens. But I don't know. I think I'm still on the Ravens. PJ Glasser brought up the stat on our show earlier this week. Lamar Jackson against the nfc has been cash money and mm-hmm. 19 to 1 against the spread in his last 20 meetings against a team from the nfc not sure why that is but still it has mm-hmm. been pure domination so when you're getting five five and a half points now with a rayo team that i feel like has been not talked about as much as they probably should be for a team that's 11 yeah. and 3 in the afc i think i'll take the points here and hope that lamar jackson and company can at least keep it close I think I'm going to go the other way. I think I'm going to go Niners. I did think it was interesting yesterday when you talk about that line movement because as soon as it went down to four and a half, it went right back up to five and a half. It wasn't at four and a half for a long time. And when you look at the Niners, when I talk about that six-game winning streak, they have won six straight games by at least double digits in every single game. I know it's the Ravens, but... The Ravens are really banged up. I think Keaton Mitchell being out is is very significant. They were already thin at running back, and he was sort of found money, and now he's gone for the season. And I just don't think the Ravens have faced a defense like this. Lamar's Lamar, I know how good he is in games like this. You mentioned that. But I think I will lean Niners in this one. Regardless, this is going to be a fantastic game and a possible Super Bowl preview, especially if you believe in conspiracy theories, because we've talked about that, where the logo, the Super Bowl logo each year always has the colors of the teams that end up in the Super Bowl. So I think I'm going to lean Niners. Who do you think this game is bigger for? Because I think I would tend to lean Ravens. The Niners, do they really need a signature win at this point? Like, I don't think they do. No. Like, I think they would like to win this one. And obviously they're going to try their best. But still, I think this is a very important litmus test for a Ravens team that have been, do you say front running when a team has been leading in all of their games? Like, I don't know if that's the correct qualifier, but you get what I'm saying. The Ravens have been leading in so many of these games. I think the metric was like 80% of their minutes. 
They've been leading in ball games. So can this team yeah. play when behind? Because that's been the traditional knock on the Ravens, a run first team that if they're behind, you got to rely on the pass. And sometimes that's not the case. I know the team's a little different this year. And Lamar Jackson is a good passer. I'm not somebody who's going to say that he's not, but still an important litmus test, I think, more so mm-hmm. for the Ravens. I agree. And they're already playing the disrespect card. Did you read that article a couple days ago where the lock, the Ravens locker room, oh, they're pissed. They can't believe they are underdogs in this game. What? <laughs> I, I love it. I know. All I right. Know. They're aware, they are aware <laughs> of the point spread, and they're like, this is disrespectful. How are we underdogs in this game? Like, because San Francisco you're is on the best the team in the NFL. You're on the road. <laughs> out west and you're playing the best team in football that's why but you know how it is in in any sport people just look for ways to to be motivated and like to a man that just i can't believe it this is so disrespectful like no it's not even you though do you want to be works. the one that goes up to lamar jackson and says listen brother i will tell you how sports betting works this is it's nothing personal yes. like do you want right. to be the one that goes up to him and explains to him this i don't want right. to be <laughs> i mean if the Ravens were favored in this game, do you know how much money would come in on San Francisco? Oh my God. Right. It would like be they're not gonna piles. be home underdogs. Right. It would be piles of money. So they don't really understand it. It's just the you know how it is. It's it's mm-hmm. we'll find anything to motivate us. We'll find anything to be angry about. We'll find anything to give us a chip on the shoulder. And as soon as I read this article, I'm like, okay, guys. I mean, good, whatever. I, I'm sure that you have to do that sometimes. Just you add fuel to the fire. But I also thought, guys, just we'll talk about betting some other time. But it was it was very funny to hear them to a man just be so angry about this. Speaking of motivation, do you think that's mm-hmm. a factor in this Cowboys and Dolphins game? The other big matchup yeah. of the week where we have a one-point spread, Dolphins home favorites here by one and the other great metric that PJ Glasser brought up, Cowboys 12 and 1 against the spread off a loss since 2020. What do you make of that? Oh, let me tell you something. I love the Cowboys. Cowboys money line. I will give this out later. And PJ mentioned that stat, which is a great stat. And I'm going to say this sentence for the next three hours again and again and again. Who have the Dolphins beaten this season? Seriously. Who of significance has Miami beaten? Let me give you this list. You ready for this? Jets. Commanders. Jets again. Raiders. Patriots. Panthers. Giants. Broncos. Chargers. Who in the hell has Miami beaten this season that is any good? Ser- not the my best Titans. team on that list. Yeah, not, exactly. They didn't beat your Titans. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. They lost to the Titans. So I, it's not a one-game sample size, but mm-hmm. I don't think Miami has played anyone of significance and won. I am going to hammer Dallas. Also, you've got to keep an eye out for the offensive line injuries for Miami as well. Two mm-hmm. of, I believe, their starting right guard and right tackle did not practice yesterday. So that could cause some real problems when you're facing Micah Parsons 
and company. So I'm with you. The Cowboys was like my fourth pick. Like we do three picks and mm-hmm. Cowboys were like just out of the mix for me. Yeah, that's right. I, I get that. And I it may, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe, you know, maybe Miami, the line is the line. So maybe Miami shows up. They're very good at home and Dallas lays an egg. But everything to me points to Dallas. And I need to see, I forget what they named the metric, but if you look at strength of victory, like you take the combined win-loss records, the strengths of teams that you have been victorious over this season, the Mm -hmm. Dolphins have the worst, the worst metric in the NFL by far. It's, it's, It's super low because when they've faced anyone that is worth a damn in the NFL, They've lost, so I need to see them beat a good team. If they win this weekend, I'll give them full credit, but I just haven't seen it yet, so I'm going to roll with the Cowboys. And you mentioned that stat as well about Mike McCarthy. So Mike McCarthy? Oh, the against the spread off the loss. Okay. Yeah, against, gotcha. yeah, he's very, very good at the spot. I've got a bunch <laughs> of games in front of me. Now, we've talked about Cowboys-Dolphins. We've talked about Ravens-Niners. We can continue talking about those games, but there's a lot of other games on the slate this week in the NFL that have playoff implications. Jags with the Bucks. The Jags lead the AFC South. The Bucks lead the NFC South. Browns are taking on the Texans. The Browns can make the playoffs if they win. They need some help, though. Bengals are at the Steelers. Bengals have the sixth seed in the AFC. They need a win to stay alive. And then Lions at the Vikings. The Lions can clinch the NFC North with a victory. So any of those games where you see a player and you say, this guy needs to lose some weight. Gosh. Well, we do have a Rudolph in one of these games. Like, what better time to start the speculation about Mason Rudolph possibly playing quarterback for the Pittsburgh Mm. Steelers? I think the Steelers may be the hardest team to handicap in the NFL. Uh, Does anybody else feel this way? Because every time all of the factors point in the direction of the Steelers, they lose a game. And when every single factor points against them, especially in divisional matchups. It doesn't seem to matter how bad the Steelers are that year. It feels like they always have a chance when they're playing the divisional teams. Like, what was it the year? I think it was the year that Big Ben was retiring and they beat the Ravens Mm -hmm. in the postseason or like the final game of the the year. It just feels like it's that kind of team. So you're looking at a three-point line, Bengals three-point favorites on the road at the Steelers. And Jake Browning has been a great story. But if you look back at his first start against the Steelers, that was his worst game of the year. I know it was his first game. He was probably just learning the ropes of that offense. But still, it was far from overwhelming. 19 of 26, 227 yards, a touchdown, and a pick, along with four sacks. So maybe this is a spot where the Steelers can keep it close. Now that this line's moved to three, would you have any interest in backing the Steelers here? Or is the threat of Mason Rudolph one that you can ignore? Oh, I don't know, Chelsea. This I, I want to bet the Bengals so badly. And I still I think it might be a square side, but I think it might be the right side. And at some point you have to break through and get over narratives. And I'm not quite so sure that the Mike Tomlin, it's the Steelers at home narrative is so true anymore. I would need to go into those metrics, but there's a reason why that Mike Tomlin might possibly have his job in question after the season. 
and it's because of how the Steelers have performed this year. It's still at the key number of three. Maybe you can get it below at some spots. I I feel like it's a sucker bet. I am going to be on Cincinnati here. I think they are the better team. I don't believe in the Steelers, especially with Mason Rudolph. I don't think I can make myself bet on the Steelers. Yeah. Like, I don't think I'm going to play it because I do think there is a sabotage factor there with the way that we've seen the Steelers perform in this position. But isn't that the worst feeling when you know a team has a bad quarterback and you played them anyway? Like, I remember this yeah. when uh, Mitch Trubisky was the quarterback. And I'm like, why on earth did I play anything tangently related to the Steelers <laughs> offense? Because you can't trust it. So I'm not going to do it again to myself. No, I don't blame you. I'd stay away from that one. But if I had to lean, I would lean Cincy. And then I would tell Zion that maybe Weight Watchers is something that he should look into since we're fat shaming NBA players on this show. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.